0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, my name is Asma Mahmud, and I'm here with uh, TD Mosaic Noon Talk, the podcast edition. Original program was a live Facebook interviews with some of the leading Canadian and international South Asian artists, performers, dancers, musicians and personalities who have had a great influence and input towards South Asian arts and culture. Uh, the series of interviews and chats that I conducted uh, with various artists who have headlined our festival uh, in the last 14 years. Uh, so please keep in mind that because these were video chats, there will be uh, some uh, visualization on your part uh, to enjoy this series as podcast Uh, Canadian Community Arts Initiative is uh, pleased to present uh, this podcast series uh, with the help of TD Ready Commitment, supported by City of Mississauga, Ontario Arts Council, Canada Council, Factor Canada, Celebrate Ontario Fund, and Heritage Canada. And we recognize that we live on the treaty lands of Anishinaabe people of New Credits and Mississaugas. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast i hope you enjoy it please do uh, send us your views on our instagram post uh, on our twitter account uh, or write to us on our email thank you very much and enjoy on Uh,
1: today uh, i am with a wonderful um, artist singer Uh, who who has one of the best records at uh, performing at Mosaic Festival and most sought after, Zeb Bangesh. Zeb, thank you so much for joining us today as we celebrate our 15th anniversary of Mosaic Festival. Uh, You were with the festival, you performed at the festival, and uh, uh, your performance is still remembered by so many people. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. And even as I was part of Mosaic, I knew that it was something so special, right from the first minute that we got off from the airport. um, It has been one of the most memorable experiences of my career. And then of course the final day of of the performance and the kind of community and response and just love that I, I experienced it's uh, it was wonderful. So it's lovely to relive that
1: with you all today. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So uh, how are you coping with the with the lockdown and everything that's going on around us today?
2: Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it's been a mixed bag, um, or I'd say it's, you know, it's been kind of an evolution. I mean, initially, um, to be honest, it was a bit of a relief because the way our lives have been, you know, set up, especially as creative people, I feel we find ourselves kind of engaging in activity outside of just creative work because it's just the demand of the career. And so initially, while I I had this idea of, you know, uncertainty and concern, but I think it was overruled by this idea of relief that nobody has any expectations of me now. Like, I don't have to do, you know, social things. I don't have to do business things for a while. And that felt really good. Uh, But, I mean, of course, as time went by and as the uncertainty became more and more kind of you know, tangible and thickened. Um, I think what really um, it was—it became a very reflective time for me. Um, interestingly, the, for the first six to seven weeks, I didn't feel like doing anything music-related. Um, I wanted to go out for walks um, because where we were, you could actually, you know, go for a short walk around your block or whatever. And I wanted to just sit outside on the patio, look outside, do nothing. I cooked. I tried to learn a language and uh, just kind of. What language? Arabic. (laughs) Arabic. How nice. Yeah, I've always wanted to learn Arabic. But, you know, Mm. and it just so happened that someone who was uh, nearby, was um uh, is a a professor of arabic and and farsi so he was a he was able to help me through like you know some of the resources and all so for me like you know it became really like a um it became this this idea of self-reflection and then like i read um i read arundhati roy's um article on like the on the on it being, on like looking at this lockdown or this pandemic as a, as a portal towards a different, I mean, one shouldn't like, you know, there's an opportunity in it in that, you know, we can actually think of our how our lives are and we can redefine them. Um, looking at, you know, how we deal with this uncertainty. So it musically, I think I changed a lot in it. Mm. And then when I went back to my rehearsals, and I felt like a different person, I, I realized that I just had to do what I wanted to do and uh, that was very liberating you know just not having to worry so much about what works what doesn't work what gives you more viewership what are, you know what are the corporates looking for what are the channels looking for and so forth so it was really um, in that sense liberating alongside with the concern and the uncertainty, so it's
1: been a uh, paradox. uh, I think lots of people uh, did feel that, yes, there is a lockdown, there is certain, but also that gave them some freedoms, this amazing freedom of not being answerable to anybody saying, oh, well, it's just like, I am, I have a flu, I'm down. I'm out for seven days. I yeah. cannot come to the office, nothing. <laughs> this is just a three-month-long shutdown that we are going through. But, yeah. um, and and this gave us a good opportunity to reassess things, understand, you know, a lot of perspectives, which I think otherwise uh, escape our attention.
2: Yeah.
1: For example, you know, getting a hair dye has become a <laughs> big... <laughs> <process. An event. laughs> yeah, I, I really liked it that that on breakfast television you know the are uh, absolutely immaculately done uh, presenters came with you know the white roots and all that and and it, it was didn't lovely matter.
2: Yeah, It was really lovely. And I think that over the past five, six years, there's been a lot of talk about big celebrities talking about how, you know, this the use of filters and the use of like, you know, being hyper beautiful all the time that, you know, celebrities, I mean, at some level, they're angry at celebrities for doing that. But then at another level, there's also a lot of pressure on celebrities
3: oh,
0: to I be see.
2: that person, to be that plastic. So I think for everyone around, it was just like, Okay, we can just breathe again. Now we can just be people. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: exactly. I see late night shows, and you know, everybody has their kids around and things like that. And you you realize uh, that you know the humanity of of those artists for a change, you know, uh, outside Absolutely. of that thing. So it's it's good. It's interesting. <laughs> we had it coming. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> So that's that's great and and did you bake so i know you learned the learning language i learned
2: how to cook for the first time in my life um and uh, also because i got married recently so you know i was living uh, with my husband because past three years i've been coming and going uh, because my work is in pakistan and part of it is in america so there's been more travel but this time around we spent a good amount of time together. So it was nice to also like, you know, settle into that relationship. Mm -hmm. And of course, like, you know, I became a little better at like organizing things like cupboards and drawers and, and started cooking some some desi food because yeah you know desi sure. men like
1: desi food so that's nice i i see so many men doing it uh, going into cooking and all those things which you know we never thought that they will step into that <laughs> That's
2: right. See, even, back, even back home in pakistan you see them like you know going at the rotis and all which is i like,
1: know to see can we hear some, some lines from you for some song? Because there's some special request coming in. Is there any specific song they're requesting or? Anything that you feel like you, you would like to share.
3: Okay. <laughs> मोसे मेरी चाल पूछनी पवन च को रे आए ये मौसम मिलन का है फूलों के खिलने का हआ मर Ah, ja, dali dali ja, 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 दिल में समा जा रहे कई नाम कई रूप मेरे रूम रूम में जागे जग सारा मुझको बस अपना अपना लागे ये मौसम मिलने का है फूलों के खिलने का हआ बर सया आ जा रे बुरे रसिया
1: Aja, wow, How lovely. My the, the requests coming for you. Arshad Khan, please sing the song from Baji and Superstar and, oh. and sing few lines from Kya Khayal. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. so yeah. should I
2: sing it now? And also Michael is saying we want to come back to Mosaic.
1: Absolutely, this is no, this is our 15th anniversary year, and we are back. back. <laughs> yeah, and, and no, no, but we we have we planning to invite everybody that who has performed for Mosaic uh, in the past. Uh, so we really wanted to, but of course the situation has come to this. But soon, soon, once things oh, get I'm better, sure. uh, we will definitely have you guys. You guys are so talented thank you um, we had such a lovely
2: time we still talk about the, the fun times we had with you all yeah. so um, someone wants to hear uh, from superstar Bekar kumi
3: Bekar me oh Javida Ogay Ogay. Here, धमकाया ललचाया दिल तो दिल है पाजनाया कभी डोले कभी संभले कभी उम्र कभी डोले कहता है क्या होने होने कोई लम्हा रुक जाए कोई दिल ना बन पाए अपनी ही
0: बोले
3: शुभमी
1: oh, how beautiful! So tell me that you were singing, you uh, were your Purshto is your mother tongue. So this is language, Persian and other things that you have Studio, it turned to Koch Studio, your collaboration with uh, with uh, Hania. Uh, by the way. Uh, the other day I was talking to Benny Dayal and Benny was so sweet. He said that Pakistan made me the two and Hania's performance and I Simon and Garfunkel Uncle. Pakistan.
2: Isn't that a great It's funny novel? because uh, uh, Mikal calls us the same, but you know Mikal, being Mikal, he, he, he says it with a little bit of a twist, which I cannot share right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but honestly, and then he immediately got hold of his uh, ukulele, uh, ukulele? And, ukulele and started singing your song. Uh, so, so I think that was great. That That's was great lovely. Monument. It was so
2: nice to uh, to hear that. And I had such a lovely time watching that interview also. It was so special. What a great artist.
1: Uh-huh. So humbling. Ajit <laughs> how was the experience of uh, singing in India? Um, it was lovely. I mean, as
2: you know, being in Pakistan, we all grew up with so much Bollywood music. We don't really think of it. I mean, I know that when I meet my Indian friends, they look at it as like, oh, you you know our music, but actually for us, it feels like our music, you know? <laughs> like it's that closely linked to how we grow up and, and our cultural language, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a, a pop language. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, we're always up to date with whatever's come out. And, you know, I feel like like Indian stars feel like our stars. We feel just as possessive about them. We feel just as upset about them. And uh, it's the same thing with the song. So, you know, I grew up, but I think one thing that happened again uh, is for me, it wasn't just Bollywood that, that, or Indian music, for that matter, that, that, that I grew up with. I also grew up with Afghan, Uh, music. I also grew up with Turkish music in the same vein, um, you know, and uh, a a bunch of Irani music in the same vein where because it was a part of my childhood and my upbringing and it was something I heard at home, it never really felt alien. It didn't feel Mm -hmm. like I was doing something, uh, you know, for other people it felt a little radical, but for me it was really quite organic, so... That's uh, that's how it happened.
1: So, so, how do you? What's your process? How do you find a song which you think you know you want to do it? Do you write lyrics yourself? Uh, uh, what what kind of work do you do behind uh, working with the song? It 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 uh, you know
2: it differs. I mean, it's different each time. Um, I think, and with and with different collaborations, it's different. Um, of course, I mean, sometimes there's there's the most. Um, straightforward way in which like you know if you're asked to do a film song or if you' are asked to do an OST you're always given some kind of reference or some kind of frame for where the song should fit so that that then you know then you start thinking along those lines with folk music it's just listening to a lot of music and then whatever speaks to you and then you keep like trying to work with with whatever you have and then say you know things ideas come to you uh, but with like original stuff, um, it's usually I work with someone else. So, like I worked with Hania, or I work with um, Ma- Michael, or then you know I worked with Zain Ali for some some uh, songs. And Saad Sultan, I've done a lot of original work with. So, I mean, um, that kind of uh, you know process is different because it's just you know some person has an idea, you develop it a little further, then you move forward. I used to write my own lyrics um, initially, but you know as I started to get uh, get to know. Um, I mean, I grew up with a lot of beautiful Urdu poetry, and and I always had a little bit of a problem because I felt that my uh, written expression was n- not really doing the language justice. And I think, you know, because there's so much like there's so much depth and and width in Urdu poetry that you know, as 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 accessible as our pop lyrics are, they don't really. Um, bring that out so so recently especially with with michael and with sandara we've we've started doing you know taking works of uh, well known uh, people like Ibn insha or Fez or uh, majaz lakhnavi and then we're we're making our modern kind of um, uh, you know renditions of those of the those works
1: uh, who's who's your favorite lyric writer whose lyrics you you think you can you know who understands your voice and how it matches the lyrical. Ability.
2: I haven't uh, worked with many lyricists. Uh, okay. But I've worked with, um, and I think this is a time that I would also like to uh, really, um, the song that I just sang, Bekara, was written, written by, uh, 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 by this really um, uh, wonderful uh, lyricist who recently passed away just a, a week back, Shaquille Bhai. And oh. so he's I worked a lot with him in the past three years. And he was Shaquille Suhail was a wonderful person, wonderful lyricist. And he started off as a singer himself. So he understood that idea of like how something even if it's like poetically, you know, fit but there's one thing that's like the so- what the song is trying to say and what the melody is trying to do. So he understood that very well. This song "Bekaran" was written by him. A bunch of my songs from Baji were written by him, um, and uh, so many other songs that have yet to be released uh, are written by him. Know, so yes. yeah. So uh, may his soul rest in peace, and uh, I, I would I would I would name him as 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 my favorite
1: lyricist.
0: Oh, wonderful. Uh,
1: Guneet Vadaria Bhatia, this is a relatively new bride. (laughs) One of the most distinct voices of our time. Sumit is saying one of the most popular voices in India from Pakistan. Um, And Shivali Ranjan, who's our chair as well, she's saying first year behind the scenes participation was 1914 when you came to perform for us. And and um, Badr Shamim is there. Michael has now joined the conversation as well. Uh, so, how, how did the collaboration with Michael come into, you know, existence? So, um, the
2: uh, basically, I mean, we were we ended up in a strange way. Uh, we were we were connected. I mean, I was a fan of Michael's music, um, and uh, didn't didn't ever think I would ever meet him. But then through a friend, we were doing a uh, a concert, um, a last minute concert at the Pakistani embassy in DC, and I needed some musicians. And Michael's name came up and I couldn't believe it because when I was going to the meeting to discuss the concert, I was listening to Michael's music. So of course, when I first met him, I was very starstruck and I was very, you know, I couldn't believe that I was actually going to be playing with this uh, musician whose work I was, had been listening to, day in and day out for more than a year and then when we finally got up on stage um, it was so interesting because he plays uh, you know klezmer he's a he's a big name in the klezmer world also a big composer and runs a couple of klezmer festivals also and so when he got up on stage and we was we were actually performing to a completely pakistani audience we were singing persian and afghan and you know punjabi and 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 uh uh, Urdu songs and he was bringing in klezmer music and everyone was loving it, we were loving it and the the audience, the Pakistani audience was giving him so much, you know, the, the appreciation like every time he had his solo, they would go, wow, wow, like the way you do for. So I think we got off stage understanding that, okay, there are certain things in this music that we haven't, you know, we've never thought could be linked but there's definitely some linkages happening you know mm. and uh, we then uh, got together with uh, michael's friends well now our friends uh, peter shefsky and ethel rhyme and they helped us write up a few grants and we got the, um, the map grant in new york and we ended up creating this
1: band Sandara and now it's like our sixth year so excellent uh, year, yeah. yeah Max said I met Max ZT with you guys and Max is such a talented artist as well and he came back to Mosaic he okay. performed uh, in other years as well uh, I think he performed with Benny Deyal as well uh, on Mosaic stage so uh, that's uh, it's really an uh, Uh, Really a very international existence that you are living now as a musician. So are you, uh, have you uh, sung anything in English? You know, that's one
2: thing I'm very, I don't know why, but I'm so, even though I've grown up, uh, you know, in an English medium school and with English and all that, but that's one language that I feel very scared about, like, you know, uh,
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah.
1: yeah. But I find I find that since that guy who did that, uh, uh, you know, uh, summer wine, I mean, if he can do it, anybody can do it. What's the next thing that you're planning to do uh, once the lockdown down is over? What is the plan?
2: So actually, the interesting thing is that the lockdown has not been a very, um, has been a, a strangely productive time for artists. I think they've been doing things for themselves in their own way and, you know, uh, in their own time. And I think as a result, it's been a very interesting time for them. Um, I mean, certainly, I think that there's, there's, there's a lot of collaboration. Um there's a lot of collaborations that are happening and uh, um, I think that um, I'm not sure exactly I mean there's a lot of stuff that we've been thinking about doing for Sandara so as soon as that happens uh, you know it's also like absence makes the hardcore fonder so I think we are we're all very like geared up to like get together and work as soon as we can, uh, you know, with Sandara, with my other collaborators, but also I feel like I might um, do more stuff from home, I might do more production at home, and I think that, you know, it's kind of changed my, uh, my overall outlook, so.
1: Any song that you think can describe the feeling that you're going through nowadays?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's say a few lines.
2: I've been listening a lot to Tufel um, Niazi Saab, so I'd like to sing a
1: few wow. songs. Oh, what a fabulous talent he was! Wow.
3: pura jeevar
1: is this is so beautiful i love this song it's beautiful beautiful maine uh, so thank you <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh Jamil is zahoor here from uh, california noorjahan clark is there uh, how lovely uh, the, these are your friends and my friends as well and uh, so huma, uh, there are a few more requests which I'm going to ask you along the way. You are so kind enough. You are one of my most generous artists. So my am requests are sure of your talent, mashallah. Achha, uh, tell me uh shows You know shows who I'm I'm I'm
2: I'm uh watching uh, a bunch of these movies, uh, these shows okay my husband is making me watch ich the wire day cream okay all right Sumit. this is for
3: you <laughs> ah. Ki moda Mano shooki. Chesh me Mano Bidi, مش مت که باو اخوتن میماند لو یاد گلاب های چمن میماند Or a Mano Mano
1: Thank you so much. Listen, uh, did you ever go to perform in Bangladesh? Because you have Not a audience in Bangladesh too.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Somehow, like the visas for, uh, uh, I haven't been able to have much luck with visas in Bangladesh. So I oh, hope yeah. whenever that, you know, it, it becomes more, uh, uh, it's easier to get to Bangladesh. I would love to go there. I mean, yeah. I've always had so much love and I and I follow so many artists on there. Yeah, so.
1: uh, amazing, amazing audience. And, and this sense of, Classical music that they have is absolutely monstrously beautiful.
2: Khatarnak audience, Khatarnak. <laughs>
1: Amazing, honestly. <laughs> Very generous too. Uh, but uh, did you ever try to sing in Bangla? Yeah,
2: I haven't, but you know what I re- recently discovered
0: hmm. um,
2: is that all the songs that are my favorite songs in from Bollywood are actually Bangla songs. Yeah. So... Um, so many songs uh, mm. I could sing you one of those songs um, the uh, the old Rafi songs um, uh, you know my favorite Rafi song which is Ham <laughs> uh-huh. that's actually a bangla song yeah. um, so it's so it seems like I've always had this like affinity towards that that aesthetic and that yeah. that particular
1: uh-huh. musicality yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so um, I have a few questions for you, uh, which I'm going to do with the, you know, I, I love this guy, Noel Clark, and he does this very interesting way of asking questions. Uh, uh, but also uh, on Monday, I, I, I'll i be talking to Sainz Ahur. So, uh, oh. yeah, so uh, Sainji was, uh, was our headliner for 2011 and he came here and he was absolutely spectacular. Uh, and so uh, we will th- start thinking about a question that you think we should ask Sainji, uh, which would be from you, uh, because that's what we are going to do at the end of every program. We ask our artists to suggest a question for our next artist and we will ask that from him. So think about it. I'll ask you this question again before we uh, close the program. But for now, uh, there are a few questions. Give me a word, one word or two words uh, that come to your mind when I say these words. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Seaside.
2: Seaside. Hmm. Um, It's uh, heaven (laughs) and uh, my happy place.
1: All right. Uh, lockdown.
2: Lockdown, uh, reflection, self-reflection, and um, and I think uh, yeah, I think I would say self-reflection. Traveling. Traveling is like uh, exploration, discovery.
1: Okay. Board games.
2: Board games. Um, family time.
1: Good. You know they're back in fashion. Yeah. <laughs> apparently walmart ran out of all board games and yeah, we everything
2: am, we actually ordered a couple of board games and some like you know these great puzzles and all and they still haven't arrived it's been like two yeah. months and, like, <laughs> <still>. all
1: right <laughs> air rahman um
2: just i i would say musically blessed a blessed soul how was
1: it working with them
2: it was really nice. I mean, uh, I only met him. So the recording of the song happened over a few, you know, trips to Bombay. But I only met him the first trip because then he was in L.A. So it was, you know, I saw him in like uh, his his car in L.A. and his space his in L.A. But like it was lovely. And I think he is a true musician's musician because, you know, there isn't much like pomp and things around it it's just you know he was just really humble really warm and he was talking to us about our songs like that never happens you know you meet you meet a big music director or whatever they're telling you that they're you know they're, they're never going to address your work like that yeah. so he was like telling us what he liked about us our, our, our work you know his, his ideas about us it was so sweet it was lovely lovely human yeah.
1: being Amazing, yeah, I I absolutely adore this man. He's so um, uh, so down to earth, and and he has time for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so okay. So we move on to another question, which is now very current as well, uh, and and you know we see that happening
0: with this uh, Turkish actress, uh, uh, you
1: know, <laughs> you know, his new her new picture is coming, uh, come up, which she's posted on her personal Instagram, and she's got the, she's on on in the sea, and uh, I I think she's uh, surfboarding, and. Uh, uh, the Pakistanis are going to have a field day on that. So what do you think? How 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 is your audience? How do you deal with the fan hysteria? Uh, how do you deal with, do you, do you ever face bullying by fans and all? It's a very important thing currently.
2: Yeah, I think that 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 kind of bullying happens more when you. I mean, it's 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 um, it's bound to happen. I mean, you know, especially when you are going to be an artist that that. Uh, is, is relevant across, you know, cross sections of society, across like religious lines, across nationalistic lines. So, wo hota hai. Matlab, I don't really, I don't think I've ever gotten much bullying. But yeah, I mean, sometimes I get. I get in the middle of an ethnic war, you know, like uh, I remember, you know, the Afghans, Indians and Pakistanis were fighting, uh, you know, if I do a Kashmiri song, there are people fighting. Uh, if I do a Punjabi song, there are people fight. Like, you know, people are saying, we were... so I mean, I get, I, get, I get caught up in that uh, idea, yeah. but I think it's all part and parcel, um, uh, you know, what I think people don't understand because I know Turkey very well. I've lived there. And uh, you know, uh, for us in Pakistan, our sense of of what it means to be Muslim and whatever is a very specific way um, yeah. culturally. For other parts of the world, it's very different, and yeah. we don't like to accept that because you know our thing is no. You know, like, uh, but actually, culturally, her uh, cheese may there there are certain certain um, certain differences and certain ways in which you know people uh, uh, according to the place their own histories their own political histories they have you know uh, th- their experience of a certain religion is very different so personal um, choice you know we think that someone if if they're from a, a, a background similar to ours that they must act exactly like us but to be honest like even our first cousins are not exactly like us siblings are not exactly like us so but I think because we feel so close to uh, you know celebrities we feel like Uh, and uh, because it deals with I think you know a very um, uh, uh, well-known character of Islamic history people are taking it very personally they feel like even the actors should like uphold certain you know values yeah. and all but
1: they're just I, I, acting they just make you know way. they were very passionate people <laughs> very very passionate Very passionate. so you were talking about this bangla song do you you going to sing it in bangla or you're going to sing it in uh, uh The Indian uh, Hindi version of it. I
2: can't sing it in Bangla because another thing I know about uh, Bangla people, you know, people who speak Bangla, much like people who speak Pashto,
1: is that they they love it if you if
2: you if you care about their language, but they hate it if you have even one thing wrong. So, but Hans are very similar. Like, you know, they, they want you to take an interest in their in their um, culture, but they want that it's So, until I can have a proper, uh, you know, tutor in this language, I will not sing it in that. But I can sing, uh, if you're okay with it, I'll sing the Hindi version of it.
1: Please, absolutely. Ooh. It's beautiful. So stunning. Yeah. So, how much he like, does he enjoy? Does he have requests? request? Does he ever ask you? Uh, oh, my Singh God. Yeah, he's
2: a, he, I mean, he's a doctor by profession, but uh, he really has, uh, jo hai na, ik, uh, he's got a true music critic soul. And he's a, what I I mean, I think part of why I also really like, uh, you know, was impressed by him was that he's a true music fan. So, uh, you know, Desiome, uh, in, in South Asia, we love, uh, we love our artists, but we don't support them in the same way that uh, they are supported in the west by fans but i would i have to say that you know he he plays the guitar also he has a nice voice and he has a very um, eclectic um, you know taste in music uh, he's very he's very discerning about what he likes and and so it's been really lovely uh, also seeing that, you know, he really goes out of his way, you know, he'll be working the whole day, but he'll make sure he goes to that concert if, you know, his, his favorite uh, band is in town. And oh, right. so it's been nice, actually, a musical um, with this yeah. relationship. I've also grown musically because I've started listening to stuff. I, he listens to a lot of indie music, which I never did before,
1: though okay. so, I've, I've <laughs> kind of you what know, band so, is he into?
2: He hmm. loves this Australian band called uh, Hiatus Coyote. So oh. that's his favorite band in the whole world. Uh, so Wo Bohatsuna and then he loves tame Impala, he loves uh, also he loves a lot of, which i I mean I'm trying very hard to get into, but he likes a lot of like this hard uh, heavier, progressive metal like tool and all. <laughs> hey. so yeah. And then so yeah, so he likes a lot of uh, but then he also listens to a lot of Malka Pukraj, he listens to a lot of Sajjadali. he mm. loves Sandara, that's how we got together. Uh, oh. at the Sandara concert.
1: All right. Um, yeah. So, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, we are getting all these things out. Uh, but uh, tell me, how was he his reaction when you started working with the different directors and and filmmakers started giving music for the film? Arshad Khan is extremely curious to know uh, about that, uh, and and I, I think uh, that is a very well placed question because film industry is something we we have a different attitude towards. So.
2: So I was already, I mean, because we just got together, we got married pretty much, you know, within like six months of meeting each other uh, or a year of meeting each other. Um, and the thing is that um, he already knew that my, uh, do you think my, are you asking about my my response or his response, my
1: husband's response? Your, your response, really, you know, going well, into films response, okay. and all that.
2: Um, Yeah, um, so the film industry is definitely, it's a very different uh, situation because it's a different process. Um, And uh, because, I mean, you are not just asked, okay, okay, here is a situation and do something on it. You have to bring yourself and be as close and as authentic to your voice, but at the same time, you have to be very... um, very open to and you have to be constantly listening to what the director wants uh, you know what the script is wanting in that moment uh, sometimes you might make a tune that would you know sound better in a kind of a, a, a more um, um, a sparse kind of a, 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 an arrangement but because it's coming in a film in a certain in a certain kind of a, a space you have to you have to really adapt it and you have to you know think about it in a different way and but that doesn't always mean that it's a it's a bad thing because you can also discover the beauty of a song in two different ways like this happened with baji because uh, saqib wanted us to reimagine an old classic but he wanted us to make a completely new song so we took the main uh, line, a lyrical line of this song, Goodi Vango. And mm-hmm. we created a completely different new song, which was very traditional. And then he said, no, but now I want you to make a singer-songwriter version of it. And actually, ultimately, like, you know, I like the singer-songwriter version of it, which is called Badala, as much, if not more than the original, which we started with. So it can also lead to, like, interesting kind of, you know, uh, Discoveries and experimentation.
1: I love that song, and I didn't know that you sang it. Let's a <laughs> few <start two> lines. <laughs> yeah, we
3: we, made we did it.
1: the we did the North American premiere of Baji at our film festival, and it was such an amazing thing. And when Badalai came, we all wanted to get up and dance because it's such a <laughs> lovely, lovely song. Thank you,
2: thank yeah. you.
1: Yeah,
2: it's a, and that again was written by Shakil Suhail Saab.
1: Okay. So, yeah God yeah, blessed yeah, his soul. Yeah. Oh my god, such an amazing talent. Okay. So uh, are you going to sing me a few lines of Badla? Okay,
3: sure. <laughs> Vangu sajna Udai ja Udai ja Udai ja Lakke meiro dil Manu Apuni Padai ja Padai ja Padai ja Padai ja Ja To Pyaar Waale Tu but the Say the could have a pretty and a while it did Night oh. and Fasara must lie till the Valla to to Parliament, Regicus, a tiger.
0: But the
3: law,
1: Beautiful. So, so lovely. Thank you so much. Dave. Thank this you. is such an exciting, uh, exciting time for me uh, listening to your beautiful voice. How is it now that you've moved to this new location? How do you find life there? Do you find artistic activity there? Do you think that this is the place where you are settling down and making new music and getting uh, things moving at your end?
2: Yeah, I mean, I have to say that, you know, one thing that the lockdown has done for me is that it's made me a lot more kind of um, focused on the present. Uh, And so, I mean, I loved it there. I loved, uh, you know, living in Durham and North Carolina. But I also, um, I I do, uh, I mean, Baltimore is such a, you know, bustling city and it's got such a buzz, an artistic buzz here. There's so many different kinds of people. There's uh, there's a great... um, Um, Art, creative uh, and performing arts, uh, you know, legacy here. And, uh, you know, we have we have art schools, we have uh, we have performance centers, um, you know, we have the Peabody Museum, we have so many things that are happening here. So um, both on an institutional level, but also I feel just like the soul of this city is brimming with like creative expression, with art. And I'm very excited to experience it. And let's see what happens. Like,
1: we'll we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. So tell me any any idea about the Berklee College of Music? Any did you did you visit that place have do you know anything about been,
2: that i've never been to uh yeah actually the Berkeley college music yeah I'm
1: yeah <laughs> headliners last year and they were absolutely phenomenal and i yeah. really think you know are a few few artists especially like yourself Ali City is also in us and uh, so you guys you know and you've worked with Ali yes we're
2: actually um
1: we're siblings, ustad siblings.
2: So oh. we're learning
1: from the same, uh, same ustad. Yes. Uh, okay. Farida Khanum. Ustad Nasiruddin Saab. Nasiruddin Saab. Okay. How okay? How na- lovely.
3: Okay.
1: So this is this is so lovely. Uh, but uh, before we go, uh, I asked you any message for Sayyid Zahoor.
2: I'd like to hear him, um, his his uh, thoughts on Alam Lohar, I've okay. been listening so much to him. And if he could maybe uh,
1: sing us something from Alam Lohar. Okay. All right. Um, I will definitely ask this question from you uh, to Sainz Ahur. And uh, thank you so much, Zeb, for thank being so part much. of uh, TD Mosaic Noon Talks. Thank
0: it's- you.
1: Thank you very much, signing off.